Welcome to Breaking Women's Code with your hosts, Jasmine, Tamara, and Ashton. Thank you for joining us as we explore the topics to everything women. Sharing stories, bringing resources, talking to experts, and giving you the tools to empower yourself. Hey friends, Uh, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, So our topic is so far is going to be all about mindfulness and living with intention. And I know for some people those things might sound like the same thing, but we're going to break down how we view them as different things and how to move from, uh, basically move from mindfulness to living with intention and get yourself more mindfulness in the process. So I know Jasmine had a lot to say on this and I'll have a lot to say later as well. So I'll let her or Tamara take it over right now. Um, So I decided that I really wanted to talk about this in today's episode because I was peeing at work as, as you do, you know, and um, thoughts came through as they like to do, as you're like having this like moment of silence, either like in the shower or like while you're peeing, right? At least if you're like at work, because there's nobody distracting you or disturbing you, like your dog or your cats or like your kids. Um, and so I was sitting there and I was like, huh, I I love my life. That was literally what came through. And I just sat there and I went, This is the first time in my in my 27 years on this earth that I have been actually fully like living in the present living in the moment, not focused on the future. Okay. I'm not like a past dweller. That's not normally where I live. Um, I'm one of those people. I've always been one of those people who has lived in the future, like years in the future, right. Talking 10 years goals kind of thing. Right. And I feel like for so long, I would practice like mindfulness, right. Cause as soon as I heard about mindfulness, being somebody who's a yogi and spiritual and like all of those different things, I was like, I love this this is something I need. Cause I was a stress case because I was always thinking about my goals and my future. And like, am I on track? What if I fail? If I fail, then I'm not on track for my goal anymore. And like, how do I write all those things? And I was living in this like overwhelmed state because everything was a priority. Everything was on fire. Right. Um, and, and so for like when I started travel nursing, um, which was about a month ago. Okay. So a month ago, I literally quit my job up North, um, in Canada, decided to start the immigration process and started travel nursing in the States, moved to Florida. So moved my whole family to Florida and just restarted everything essentially. And it's been one of the best decisions of my life. And since doing this and having so many things on the go, right. Cause we adopted a puppy. So he is now four months old. Um, we like, I obviously have my, my business that I run, right. Cause because I'm like the CEO of a women's hormonal health company that is doing phenomenal and is just an absolute passion project of mine. Right. And then on top of that, um, you know, you're just trying to live life. And then also I'm a full-time ER nurse and then also a wife, right? So there's a lot of different things. And then I'm also the caretaker for my grandfather right now, who's going through a cancer journey. So I'm doing all of that. I'm going to his appointments. I'm scheduling his appointments. I'm making sure his medications are proper, all of the different things that come with cancer. 
and it's not easy. Right. And so I found that like doing all of this, right. I've had to be really, really intentional. And I don't think I've ever truly been intentional to this point. I have probably in the past going through like university when I was in nursing school, um, you know, when I was trying to, you know, go to nursing school and get a tennis scholarship, like I was kind of intentional with those goals, but not in like, not in the same exact way. Right. Because I feel like this past, you know, this new chapter of my life, I'm practicing a combination of being intentional and being mindful. And the fact that literally like the other night I was running on the beach at midnight with my husband, because that's what a night shift people do. Cause we're weird. And we were running and I just remember stopping and I just stared up at the sky and I started crying. Like I like straight up started crying. Okay. It's midnight. It's dark out. There's gorgeous. It's like, it's stunning. It was absolutely stunning. And I was watching my husband run and I was like, how is this my life right now? Right. Like I am so grateful for this small little blimp in, in this massive thing called the world and my life. And like, you know, you never really realize how much time we really have. Cause we're constantly thinking of how little time we have, but when you really stop and think about it, you just go, Holy crap. I have so much time on this earth, right? We don't know exactly how much that is, but that's not for us to know. Right. And so, you know, those moments when I used to practice, like just mindfulness, you know, I'd be like, almost intentional about my mindfulness, which is really funny, but it's true. So I would be like, Oh, it's a mindful moment. Let's think about gratitude. Let me journal out my gratitude. And then now I'm like, literally I cry all the time. Like I will randomly cry when I am driving because I'm like, Oh my God, look at the view. Still can't believe I'm in Florida. Right. Like still can't believe that this is where I'm living. Still can't believe this is what I'm doing. Right. Like my grandpa will do like the cutest thing and I'll like want to start crying. Cause I'm like, I can't believe that I get to like share such special moments with him right now. Right. Like these memories that I'm building. And it's just like one of those most, one of those incredible things. And like, for me, time is no longer passing quickly. It's passing slowly, but like in the best way possible. Right. And I'm more effective. I'm getting more shit done but I'm not cramming things into my day anymore. Right. So when I'm nursing, I'm, I'm nursing, I'm fully present. I'm not trying to do my business. Like I used to do because when I did that, I resented my nursing career. I hated my patients and I'm full on going to say that I hated them because they were getting in the way of my other work that I wanted to do, but I wasn't supposed to be doing it at that time. Right. So it was really me that was causing all of that strife within my, you know, career and everything, because I didn't have my priorities set. I wasn't being intentional with my time. Okay. I was letting things blend. I had no boundaries. And so, you know, I'm all about people working, you know, and hustling on the side, but like, if you are at your job, be fully present because there are lessons for you to learn there. There are things that you are meant to pick up there. There are people in that life right there that can bring you joy. If you just let them, if you are present in that moment, if you're not focusing on an end goal, right? Get your goal, get that intention and then forget about it. Seriously, forget about it. Completely forget about it because all you will do is obsess about the how obsess about the timing, right? Just trust that everything is happening 
at the right time for you and that your success is inevitable. And that's all I do. My success is inevitable, right? That seven figure business that I want, that's inevitable. It's going to happen. I don't get to decide when or how. I just know it is. And I'm just going to be here for the ride. I'm here to surf this, right? I'm here to enjoy my life. And for so long, I didn't. For so long, I was so focused on the goals that I didn't. I was like, I was telling the girls before we actually click record um, that when I was playing tennis for my university, I played next to Serena Williams. Like that's cool as shit. I did not at all register how cool that was until I told that story maybe three or four years ago. Okay. I got to go on free trips all over Canada and into the U S monthly while I broke, while I was a broke college student and I had to pay for a single thing. That's super fucking cool. But I did not enjoy any of it because I was so focused on the end goal, which for me at that time was getting to like play, um, like number, the number two spot, right was getting higher up the ladder. I was focused on being better, being good enough, right? Feeling worthy of being there that I just didn't accept the fact that obviously I was good enough to be there and I should just enjoy the fucking time. Enjoy my time, enjoy the moment, take a second and look around. And it's funny because I really started practicing this a bit more when I was snowboarding this past year because I would you know, just stop. And I would sit down at the top of the mountains and I would just stare. And I would remember how small I was, how insignificant I was, right? Like truly, like you are so insignificant in this planet, in this world, you are one person and there's so many other people around you, right? And it's so funny because you make we make things so much bigger than they really are and our problems so much bigger than they really are. And when you just like take a second to like, just sit down and like, look around, try to count like the amount of leaves on the trees around you or branches or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's winter when you're listening to this, but like count snowflakes. Okay. There's a fuck ton of them, right? There's so many of them. And it makes you remember the abundance that is out there. We're not alone in this world. You know, we, we tend to be our main characters, right? In our lives. And that's true, but you're not a main character for, for your partner. No offense. You're a side part, right? Like you are, you, you are your only main character. And so you just need to live your life to the fullest and to be intentional and be there, right? When you are doing something, be fully present. Don't be doing 10 other things in your head, right? Do the one thing write that shit down, write it on a list, get it out. That's what I do. I have a long ass list. It is terrifying. I have a murder pad. I have a murder notes in my phone. Um, I have a journal that is absolutely scary. You'd think I was like a murderer. I'm guaranteed. Like it's terrifying if you were to look into my brain. Okay. But like everything is in there so that I'm not constantly like in my head, because if you're constantly in your head, you're missing out. You're on your life. Right. And I see a lot of people die guys, right? Like I work in the ER. I've seen a lot of people die in my six years of working full-time. And if there's one thing that I have learned, it is that we take life for granted. We really do. Right. We think that, you know, being late to work is going to be like the worst thing in the world. Right. So when you're stressed and you drive fast and all those different things, then you're like, Oh my God, I'm in it. Slow down, chill, chill. Right. Like 
No offense, one again, you're insignificant. Truth. Okay. You're an amazing human. You are absolutely worthy of everything you want in this world. But like you being late to work is like nothing. Okay. Absolutely nothing. And there's actually one thing that I always start like that I've recently been starting like to compare things to. Okay. And it's if I were given the diagnosis like that I had cancer today and I had two months to live. Right. And people like say that they do this, but like, I don't know if they actually do, because if you actually truly did that, it'd be different. Right. And maybe if you know somebody who's ever been given that diagnosis and you've seen that, right. Then maybe you do comprehend the scope of that. But if you literally were to die tomorrow or in a week or in two weeks, how would you live your life differently? And then live your life like that because you aren't guaranteed tomorrow. You aren't guaranteed tonight. Right. You're not guaranteed any time with loved ones right? And we have no control over that, right? All you have control over is your mind, your current state, right? Your emotional home and what you decide to do. And so I feel like so many of us are just living in fear, in scarcity and in overwhelm. And then we think we're being mindful because every once in a while we're like, oh, look at me, turn like right now my gratitude. And then you drive to work and you're stressed as fuck because you're going to be late, right? That's not being intentional. That's not being present, right? Like, honestly, guys, like yesterday I was running late. And at first, like, of course, like that first little bit where you're just like, oh my God, I'm going to be late. And then I was like, fuck it. Who cares? Whatever. I don't care. I literally don't care zero cares. Like it's so insignificant. I'll get there when I get there. Maybe I was meant to be late. Cause if I was on time, maybe I would have gotten a car crash. Maybe something else would have happened, right? Like whatever. <laughs> Wasn't meant to be perfectly on time today because I'm not a perfect person and that's okay. I was going to keep going on and on and on in like different circles, but, um, yeah, I'll let maybe Tamara Ashton take over and start talking a bit more. But yeah, this is just one of those topics that really hit home because like I said, I think this is the first time in my life where I've truly actually been fully present and both practicing that intentional living with just really prioritizing everything and setting those boundaries, right? Because it's not just like prioritizing and doing things, it's setting full on boundaries around things, right? Like not touching your phone with your when you're with your family, right? not doing work when you're with your family, not caring about, you know, staying late for work because, oh my God, I just want to be liked by other people because your family matters more, right? Like there's just so much more to it. And yeah, no, there was just a few things that Jasmine said that definitely resonated. Um, One of the things was when she started talking about slowing down, one of the things that my mentor always said is things are going right if it feels like things are speeding up, but you are slowing down, that means you're living with that intention, with that purpose. And yeah, I agree with a lot of what Jasmine said. For me, living with intention is slightly different. Um, it's more about, um, like it is about living with that purpose, but it's a lot about taking that responsibility on, like as your own. So like um, everything that happens that, like everything that you're doing isn't just because, oh, well, I have to make rent, so I have to go to work. It's no, I have to do this so that I can start getting to where I want to go. 
and doing what I want to do with my life. It, this is an action plan that's going to move me towards my goals and taking that responsibility on is a lot of what um, living with intention is in my mind. And um, basically I've, I've started to notice since I've been doing it more and thinking back on my own experiences, it's terrifying to like, if you're not somebody who felt like you were actually like responsible for those things, if you, if you were the person that made the excuse of, well, I take, I do this job because I need to make rent. Well, taking that responsibility back can be terrifying, but if you are not taking the responsibility for those things, then you're a not living with intention. You're not, you're not in a space where you're ready to make that action plan to move towards what you're doing or what you want to do and not having that responsibility is just not a good way to go about life essentially it's passing the blame off passing the responsibility off means that you don't have the control that you should have over your own life so that's that's more how I see it. But aside from that, I agree with pretty much everything that Jasmine said. Um, and I do want to say that, like, I also do see intentional living as being mindful in pretty much every moment and just creating a life of more mindfulness. If you are at a point, for any listener who's like taking that two minutes to write down a gratitude list and like, okay, here's my mindfulness for the day. Then if that's where you are at, great, start there, but make sure you like try and build more into it every day because like Jasmine said, a lot of people take that time for granted. And in terms of like, for me and my business, I didn't realize how much I was taking for granted until I started this journey with my business going, Oh, wait, I need to actually like stop and like appreciate this. And I mean, I do think it's kind of funny with the timing of recording living with intention as I am intentionally sitting in a spot where I can enjoy mountain views while we're recording this as I'm on a vacation, but still being intentional enough to take the time to do this recording while I'm on vacation because it's of responsibility that we've created with each other. So yeah, that's about all I have to say. One thing I've kind of, so being a mom, you're kind of forced into it. I find you're kind of forced into living a little bit more intentionally when you're, when you first have a baby, um, a big thing is, is like, you got to keep up with the housework. You got to keep up with the baby. You got to keep up with yourself. You got to keep up with the family. You got to keep up with this. You got to keep up with that. Um, and for quite a long time, actually, when my, my, when my first was born, it was very much like I very, I felt a lot of pressure on keeping up on everything. When I became pregnant with my second, I continued to try and keep up with things. And then once, once it got to a certain point, I kind of realized that my, my oldest was, was two and, and, you know, she was walking and using the toilet and she was talking and I was and it was very much like a, where, when did this happen? Like how, when <laughs> kind of thing. Um, 
And so it kind of just made me realize that I had to kind of take that time and just realize, you know, my house is going to be a mess. Yes. But my kids are only going to be little for so long. And, you know, once they're grown up, the, my house will be less of a mess and, you know, other things will be, can become more of a little bit more of a priority when they don't need me. And when I'm not sitting there watching them minute for minute, just growing and learning and experiencing life for the first time. Uh, so I was kind of forced into it a bit, but I also find too being an entrepreneur and a mom and, and being a single mom at that, it's really, really I've been finding it very difficult to be very intentional with my time with my kiddos and watching them grow and being intentional with my time with my business and everything like that, because I'm constantly in a state of multitasking because I'm caught, like, if my kids are home and I'm working on my business, I don't have a choice. I have to multitask. <laughs> There's no choice there, but um, it, is, it is definitely something where I find it helps a lot, especially once you start feeling down about, you know, not being a good enough mom or not being good enough on this or not being good enough at that, of just reminding yourself to put up those boundaries and just being like, okay, from this time to this time, it's, it's with my kids. I'm not doing business. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm just spending time with my kids. And it especially helps because I don't see them all the time. They're not with me all the time. Even, you know, my son's birthday, I got to see him for a couple hours for his, on his birthday, really. And it really, so I had to make my time with him very, like I had to be very, very intentional with my time. I had to make it all about him and focus on him. And, um, and then that mindfulness and the gratitude comes in so much, so much with it, because even in that situation, um, it, it was frustrating for me to only have those couple of hours with my son on his birthday. It was very frustrating for me, but at the same time, I was able to look at it and go, you know what? I got to, um, he woke up with his room filled with balloons um, I probably blew up like 30 or 40 freaking balloons while he was sleeping. And I'm surprised he didn't wake up because like four of them popped right beside his freaking face. <laughs> but so I got to, I got to wake up with him super excited, you know, running around mom balloons, there's balloons. And, uh, I got to make him breakfast pancakes. He chose green sprinkle ones, by the way. Um, it reminded me of the Grinch because there were strawberries on top too. So it was like full on like Grinch pancakes. Um, but I got to do that and it made him feel special. And so it just reminding myself that like, I got those few solid hours of just nonstop time with him and I made him feel special. He's felt special. That's all that matters. Um, so it definitely the gratitude comes along with it. I think huge way, like the gratitude, the mindfulness of just reminding yourself of where you are and even looking back and going, look at how far I've come too. also helps so much in, in just being mindful about whereabouts and enjoying your journey too. That's definitely been a thing for me. And even, um, on my business path and trying to, um, I guess, so to speak, like, you know, change the family tree and, and not be, you know, 
another mom stuck in the system and stuff like that. So I have to put a lot of work into it, but I'm purposefully trying to enjoy every step of the way because I'm never going to have this minute again, plain and simple. And I have, I've, and like, as Jasmine was saying, like I have had family where they were diagnosed with a can with cancer and within a week they were gone. I've seen it happen. I know that tomorrow is never promised. I've actually had those thoughts in my head of what if one day I don't wake up? What happens with my kids? What's this? What's going on here? What's going on with that? And, and, and I'm very, very well aware. My child reminds me, to be honest, my, my middle child reminds me that I'm going to die one day and never see her again <laughs> in the most terrifying, creepy ways possible too. <laughs> Hey, all of your kids are acutely aware of a mortality rate. It's just your middle one is the creepiest about it. She is. <laughs> she literally, at one point, she was sitting on the floor coloring. I was sitting next to her and she's just stopped out of the blue, looked up at me and said, Mom, I really like you. And I said, oh, good. Thanks, child. I didn't know. Oh, no. She said, I really like you now. And I was kind of like, oh okay, well, thank you. I didn't know you didn't like me, but thank you. And then she looks at me, she goes, mom, you're going to get old one day and you're going to die. And then I'm never going to see you again. And then she went back to coloring. Like she had never said a thing. <laughs> oh yeah. My, my child is really freaking morbid. <laughs> um, she also reminds her, um, her dad of it too. Uh, they were, he was putting her to bed and, uh, he was like okay it's time to go to sleep now and she sits straight up and she says dad you're gonna get old one day and you're gonna die okay bedtime now and she wouldn't say a word closed her eyes laid down <laughs> morbid i mean your oldest told me i needed to come back and visit before i died yes that's true this was only like what two weeks ago yeah. So, so my children remind me on a regular basis that I'm never going to live forever. So they just think you're like ancient. They're like, my mom must be really old. <laughs> Apparently. So, so yeah, I, I try and live. Well, I, I definitely live where I know I'm not going to make it forever. Um, so, so it's definitely something that I, I always think about when I'm making decisions in my life, when I'm like, even the smallest decisions is if I died tomorrow, would I be happy with this decision? If I do this today, would I be happy with this? Am I, if I chose to work here and do this instead, instead of hanging out with my children, when I have the opportunity and I could do that while they're sleeping, would I be happy tomorrow about it? Um, it's really interesting that you say that because... Uh, I was listening to, I don't even know what it was train. It was some kind of, I think it was a training or module, something, something of the sort. And we were, they were talking about, um, showing up as the version of you that you want to be right. Like that highest version of you, right. Whatever that is, whatever that, you know, dream person is and who that is, and then making decisions like them. Being, being the end goal, being that person now, right. Making those decisions, making those decisions from there. 
And I was like, that's so fascinating because to me, it's just the equivalent of would I be happy if I died tomorrow making this decision? Because the goal is to be that person, that version of you, that you are just like, this is me at my core. Because truthfully, the highest version of ourselves is the us before the conditioning. It's the us before society got its fangs in us. It's, it's that inner you that you came into this world as that you were buried, um, with all this other bullshit that was placed upon you. Right. And so the highest version of you is that version of you that dreams. It's the version of you that knows no limits. It's the version of you that just goes for it because you don't know what fear is because you haven't had it ingrained in you because you haven't had other people projecting theirs onto you, right. Or their own failures or their own experiences or their own thoughts and losses and, and, you know, self-doubts and self-worth issues. Right. And so when I'm making decisions, like my, my new, like the, this was actually today as I was like driving from Tampa or from the airport back to here. And I was just like, wow, that's what I, like, I haven't, like, I make decisions based on, you know, my happiness, of course. Right. Like I really do, you know, and have been putting family first and me first. Right. I'm very good at putting me first. I have no, I have no issues. I have literally no issues about putting myself first. Um, cause I no longer feel selfish about that. That's something that I worked through and it took a very long time to work through that shit. But right. But now I, I do that. But then I'm like, that's like a whole nother level. Cause that's not just putting you first. That's putting the real you first. That's putting that you, that you were always meant to be that you, that was, you know, put on this earth to make a difference and impact. And I don't, I truly don't believe that we can make an impact in this world until we are the truest versions of ourselves. Cause we'll forever be doing things that were not meant for us. If we aren't our true self. Yeah. I was just, yeah. That just made me think about that. Cause I was like, yeah, like yeah, definitely make, like, make decisions. Cause you hear people like make decisions if you were to die tomorrow. But I feel like so many times you make like reckless decisions because well, if I die tomorrow, then I'm just going to go buy a bunch of things and spend all my money. And it's like, no, like, that's not what it means. It just means like, if you, as I was like saying, like, I want to live as that highest version of myself, as that truest version of myself, as that version of me that has what I want, not what other people tell me that I want, right? What I want and what that looks like, because not everybody wants a fancy car, right? I honestly don't. I, I love Jeeps. Um, <laughs> like, not everybody wants a fancy house. I do. So no, no issues with that one, right? Not everybody wants, you know, to travel the world. I do. Not everybody wants to, you know, do all these different things. Everybody has different wants and it's okay to want what you want. Right. But just make sure that when you make those decisions and you say, this is what I want, be careful what you wish for. Cause you're going to get it right. hundred percent. You will get that like tenfold. And if you're not like, and it might be like, not really what you want, but that's the thing is that you need to know get clear on what you want and then act as the person who already has what you want, but make sure that what you want is truly what you want. Not what the world says you should want, not what your mom thinks you should want, not what your grandma said that you need. You know what I mean? Like you need to make sure that it's for you. And I think that's one of the hardest things in the world is discovering you, right? It really is because fuck, we're buried we are buried deep friends. The true you is buried under a lot of layers. And if you think you know who you are and you've yet to do any, like any deconditioning work, you've never tried any kind of, you know, 
neuro reprogramming or you've never actually done the inner work to start shedding a lot of layers and figuring out who you are and doing the hard work you don't know the real you and you don't know what you really want and i'm like and if you're like sitting there and you're like who are you to tell me that like i'm 30 years older than you if i triggered you it's for a reason so if you're triggered right now sit with that trigger and just know that the only reason you're triggered is because i hit something that's true because if it wasn't you wouldn't be triggered right now right I feel like we should end this one with like a little, like a little challenge. I do want to say anybody who is having troubles figuring out what they want or are thinking that they, um, that basically if if you're struggling with what you want, or if you have an idea what you want, but you're not like hundred percent sure, reach out because I can help with that. That is literally the first thing we do in the program that I run. It's been two weeks on figuring out, is this what you want? Like, do you want this? Or is that conditioning from somewhere else? And yes, I think a challenge sounds like a brilliant idea. Do you have one in mind, Jasmine? Or? Yeah, I do. Um, I was thinking, there's, it's twofold. It's a two-part, okay? Part number one what do you want? Not just like, what do you want to eat? Or where do you want to live? What do you want for your life? Okay. What do you want for your life? Okay. I'm not talking like two years, three years, like we're talking like 10 plus years. Okay. What do you want? If, if money or anything else was not an issue, there was no, no no limits. You are limitless. It is literally what you want and you desire and there's no guilt there's no shame there's no nothing if you want like some lambos and like that's your jam go for it friend i'm here for it yeah what's what's the life you would have if your life was as big as your dreams that's the goal that we're going for here yep and then the second one is start living in the moment start living in the present start becoming aware of yourself because you may not do it all the time but it's that awareness that is key, right? The more aware you become of the times that you're not, the better. So don't beat yourself up if you're like, oh, fuck, like I wasn't, it's fine. You still have this exact moment, this exact second to get back in, right? Don't say, well, the whole day's ruined because like, whatever, like, no, just get back in now. Be present now, right? There's no need to like, restart tomorrow it's not a video game okay like i mean some people might argue with like some you know matrix conspiracy theories and i'm here for it but like no (laughs) we don't just restart okay just just click pause click play right like just reset you're fine right just keep going Bad, bad moods and bad conditions only really last as long as you give them the energy to shake your body do a rage dance yeah, there are some things that, you know, do still need addressing, but you can go at them with a better mindset if you step away from that bad moment and and then go at it again a minute later with a better attitude. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. So we are excited to um, hear about any of your guys's results, I guess would be the word to say uh, with this challenge. We really do challenge you guys to start dreaming big and really like, like we said, that you are limitless. So 
think about like the wildest dreams you have and how you how that would how would your life look if you were living that wildest dream because you could reach it believe it or not you can reach it is you are literally the only person who's setting that boundary up but just keep showing up as that person who would want to, who would live that life and it will come and yes live in the presence um and yeah so thank you guys so much for listening and we will chat soon uh all of our information is in our bio and if you guys need a little bit more help on uh trying to figure out what that dream is what that goal is uh definitely reach out like ashton said she's she's actually pretty phenomenal at it so uh definitely definitely shoot her a message or just email us and we can get you connected with her have a beautiful day guys bye